Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. And this week, we are going down reality TV lane. Some of you may or may not know this, but Tim and I are big Bachelor fans. Tim, maybe even more than me now, which is a little scary. So for this week's episode, we're going to break down the latest episode of Bachelor in Paradise, or as Tim likes to call it, Sex Island, and The Golden Bachelor. But we do have one question for all of you listeners. Will you accept this pineapple? Hi, Tim. Hi, Maggie. Tim, do you know what makes me... Uh, that, was, that was like high and cracky. Not like you cracky, cold, so. like you're like smoking crack, but like like your voice cracked a little. Although with my cold, it might sound like I've been smoking crack. <clears throat> Let me try again. Ready? <laughs> wow, that hurt. Don't hurt yourself. Definitely, okay. we don't need. I'm I'm a, I'm loving the blue plaid. Um, so I I, did, I was like I know it's it's 80 degrees out. It's ridiculous I'm wearing flannel, but I was like, no. Allison's like, why on earth are you wearing flannel today? It's 80 degrees, I'm like, Because I'm going to manifest that winter actually come here. Yes. I am kind of with you. I feel like there's this weird thing happening in LA right now. That's like, like the not like we had the Santa Ana's. Oh my God. We had the Santa Ana's then it got like super hot. And it was like right at the moment where it was like Halloween and you want to get in like the fall spirit and the holiday music started and all this stuff. And it's like, it's so hot and so dry in LA right now. It's crazy. I was but, sitting out front giving out the candy to the children's the children's you know, sort of weird um ghoul outfit in a homburg and um my big uh english top coat thinking it was going to be cold once the sun went down no you look great you're very kind you looked great in your flapper outfit that you I flapped it up i definitely flapped, flapped it up you flapped the shit out of it i flapped i flapped the shit out of it i did i actually i really was i was talking in a voice for part of the night as well i was like well, See, i do I'm really fancy sad i missed that yeah. I mean, it was like a very small part of the night. <laughs> it was only for a little bit. Kind of into character, maintain character. But, hey, but I Maggie, did. Wait, yes. before we, I got to start and say, um, you look amazing. You pulled out the hey, OG hey. Um, Farrah Fawcett glasses, which I love. I'm be- they're back. They made, they're, com- they're making a comeback today. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. I know you do love these. That's right. I have a friend too who also loves them. And she was like, wait, why don't you wear the other glasses anymore? I'm like, why don't I wear the other glasses anymore? So guess what? They're back. And of course, um, if you're listening, you don't have the Patreon, you can't see it. So why do you not have the Patreon? Because you're, yeah. you're, you're missing uh, Maggie looking amazing, like she always looks. Oh my God, stop it. And Tim looking it, amazing. Look at your hair. Oh, shit. It's very PC. It's I very PC say, today. It's a little um, mad scientist. I, who was the um, the Sophie's Choice, I realized, setting up the lens? It's tough, the, the frame, to get the hair and the stern bush, because otherwise, like, one side will, like, cut cut off the hair. So you really, I got to choose um, hair or stern bush. So I'm trying to find a happy medium. No, you got I I'm very pleased with this uh, framing. I think it's good. Okay, I think you. you've got just enough of both. Yeah, and if thank you sit you. back, you get all the hair. You know, it's good. We were hopeful that we would have some conclusion to this strike by now, and we do not. And so we have decided to have a little fun since we did get uh, approval, or I got approval from SAG. I did not realize that The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise were not struck shows, that we can talk about them, which has... (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't think it's changed your life for the better, Tim, but you're in it now. I was so ready to uh, do this episode. Yeah, we have a very fun episode for all y'all. Yeah. With the continue our pivot and the continued deep dive into personal things that I think that you and I don't know about each other. Yeah, more after 17 years, more. there's going to be more discoveries in this, possibly very revealing. 
Very fun revealing. and ridiculously funny episode that we are about to record for you. Beautiful yes. people out there. So we decided because now we have it on our psych pod text thread, which you have now named what? Uh, it's called uh, Bachelor Tim? and Sex Island. Bachelor and Sex Island. So this is this. So Tim calls Bachelor in Paradise Sex Island, which is my new favorite thing. I'm calling it that now as well. But um, my favorite part was the emojis of the old man and the rose, the old man emoji yes. and the rose. And yeah. I really, really, really resisted going dirty with the Sex Island emojis. But I thought, no, that's it's professional. We are Gotta colleagues keep- as well yes. as besties. So we are, we kept it clean. So I have, I've always kind of been, so I have this kind of weird thing with The Bachelor and it's not even that like, I look at it and think nothing against The Bachelor, but I know I'm not like, oh my God, the show's amazing. It's more just that it's become this like tradition. It usually airs on Monday nights. This season is Thursday, but it became a tradition for me when I was like working or whatever that Monday night was my Maggie time, if you will. And I would order sugarfish, which is sushi in LA. I'd have a glass of champagne and I would be like, everyone leave me alone for the next two hours while I watch The Bachelor. And I, Are you telling it me was that's still not the case? That's not the case it, now? It is and it isn't. I have been like, okay, on Monday night between this time and this time, I'm gonna, but, but if I'm, you know, home, oh yeah. Like that's my... Like, I get so excited about it. Not even because it's like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens on The Bachelor next. It's more just like, this is my time. This is my time. This is my me time. I love so, that podcast, by the way. It's a good podcast. It's a very, very, um, very good podcast. So anyway, we're... So this has been a tradition I've had for a while. So not that long ago, Tim was like, why don't I know? And why am I not watching this show? So here we go into The Golden Bachelor... And this is Tim's first real experience with The Bachelor, right? And Bachelor in no, Paradise. We, we did we did watch The Bachelor and Bachelor last year. And I, I do Oh, you to, did? Uh, okay. I've got to give the um preface Al, I mean the uh upfront disclaimer. Allison used to give me such hang on before I even say it. Maggie, I mean we're already I don't need to ask this question. I know you're ready to help me podcast the shit out of it because we're oh, already podcasting we the shit out of it. Yes, Tim. I am. I was. I was. I was ready an hour ago to podcast. Well, that's actually not true. But I was ready. You started, 15 minutes you started ago recording before I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was. So I was I'll, so ready for this today. This is so fun. I literally woke up excited about this, and because we're not just talking about just so y'all know, it's not just going to be Golden Bachelor and like Sex Island. We're also going to get into some fun dating history stuff. Mm-hmm. Correct? Is that what? And um, yeah, we're doing some. So we're doing Sex Island Bachelor. We're just going to do a couple little you know where we are spoiler i guess we should also say that right spoiler alert if you have not seen the most recent episodes and then yeah i would never watch a show with allison i would give her quite a quite a amount of crap because it just looked so ridiculous to me so yeah i take it all back i was wrong because and that i don't remember what it was that finally turned me on going okay i'm gonna i that finally turned me it's like i will watch this show with you and now it's like i I was there's no particular season like i don't remember individual seasons but Somewhere in the last year, I was like, okay, this is this is truly entertaining and ridiculous. And I will I would love to sit and watch with this with you. Plus, I mean, she particularly loves it for the, the travel aspect of it, which I've come to really like now too. I do, I do too. I love that part about it too. But I also like I'm just I'm I'm in, so I know the people, I know the whole thing, all the traditions. 
I've stopped saying the word journey because I they, they say it too much, and it also just feels like they own the but word I got journey a question. now. But yeah. are you? Yeah. But are you vibing with the show? Oh, vibing for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now, are you vibing? That word is used with the show? on Sex Island. That All word. The time. That's every third word is. They're vibing. We're vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Which vibing. <laughs> I am substantially older than most of the people on. Well, not not on not Golden Bachelor, but on oh, Sex Island. Up. But now I I've, I've just and the really the funny thing is we never watched. Sex Island, because Allison thought it was maybe a little too, um, I don't know what, cringy. Yeah, but I, I thought because they did this thing at one point called like Bachelor Winter Games, and it ju- I think we talked about it. It was just, it didn't it didn't land. So I think when, as ba- I just assumed Bachelor in Paradise had like Winter Game vibes, Winter Games vibes. And so I was just like, yeah, that's not going to be for me because I didn't even like that. And then I was like, wait a second. I think Bachelor in Paradise might be better. No, so because we watched the, it last year, and I, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, we are so watching the show now." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I think actually, like Google search, like when is the next Bachelor in Paradise coming out? It's like really intense speed dating, and I like that everybody just gets right to it. It's like anyway, <laughs> and you truly so, get to the um, yeah, just the drama. I mean, you really get to see yeah. who these personalities are, and it just plays up all the um, being back in in junior high school. Dating for those of you who <laughs> dated in junior high school, which I did not, but um, junior high it's, school. It's it, it's very strange for me watching this dating show because again, I've been dated in thirty years. Yeah, so, like, is this what is this how it works? Is this what kids do? I don't I don't know. So is it's, it it's very eye opening. It is what they do. I'm you know I'm I'm but I'm not I'm not in that like twenty thirties range of like you know the oh we all look hot in bikinis on a beach let's just pass around each other's lovers type of dating. I don't know that anybody does that, but it is, that is dating though. You know, who are you vibing with? And (laughs) you kind of, you kind of know, like you kind of know right away if you have a spark with somebody or you don't. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you all, but I feel like there's always this sort of end of the year. It's very exciting, the holidays, yes, but they can also be very stressful. And there's also this sort of like like blues that can kind of set in that it's like the end of the year and where are we? And if there's any sort of like painful anniversary around this time of year, it's like there's something about like the joy of all of the holiday season that can almost make the, the pain <laughs> even greater because you're like, wait, everyone's so happy and I want to be happy, but I don't feel that happy. Anyway, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it, but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and the change, something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and give you the tools to manage everything going on. I always feel like therapy, I feel like therapy really helps because it helps me get to know myself better. And so when I do start to feel those sort of sad pangs or grief pangs or whatever, I kind of know what to do and I can judge myself less for it. It turns more into action rather than, you know, the just sort of sitting in the pain and not knowing what to do. So therapy kind of helps you know what to do when you're in that situation to help you get out of it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash pineapple today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash pineapple. We can all agree on one thing. No one likes that smelly garbage that attracts fruit flies and ants into the kitchen. Most of us are still taking out the trash like it's the 1920s. 
Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it has changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest innovation in the modern day kitchen since the dishwasher. It's smart, simple food recycling that fits my space perfectly. In just four hours, Lomi transfers almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. Cut the chore of doing the trash in half. Eliminate bugs and odors in your kitchen, and here's a bonus. You get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your food scraps. There's no food rotting in my garbage and smelling up the kitchen. Now I only take the trash out on garbage day. And no more leaky bags. All my food scraps plant clippings, even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge can go back in my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food at home. Lomi promises to bring you the best possible experience every time you run a cycle. They're one of the only kitchen appliances that has a full, no questions asked lifetime warranty on all devices. And they don't stop there. Lomi looks after you from day one and beyond. You'll automatically get upgraded to a new Lomi device every three years. I love my new routine with Lomi, no more stinky trash or leaky bags making a mess of the house when I take the garbage out. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash pineapple and use promo code pineapple to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi dot com slash pineapple and use promo code pineapple at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. You and even you when know, I was in my twenties, the twenties, thirties, and I looked hot in a bikini. I was not yes, of course in that you dating did. world. You still look hot in a bikini. Go on. God bless you. <laughs> You're such a good friend. Okay, so we yeah, so we are now doing an entire episode talking about these shows which are so ridiculous, but I love now. I get excited no. when we're on because Again, I really I like the exotic location. Since we're on Sex Island, Bachelor in Paradise, for you uh, who call it that, we can go there. Prior to start recording, we, um, can we just call out, um, I don't know if I want, want to be mean and call out individual people, but screw it, I will. Cosplay Johnny Depp is just so annoying. Oh, with, he with, is with the cosplay earrings. Johnny Depp. He is cosplay Johnny Depp. He's, I'm not going to lie, he's grown on me a little this Bachelor in Paradise season. He has. I, just, I, I didn't I, like him in the Bachelor uh, as much, a Bachelorette as much, but okay. No, you stop right there, you young uh, lady. The bangly earrings are still there. No, th- none of that bothers me. I feel like Braden is viewing Braden, and it is he is. You know, he's got he's going for his his Johnny Depp thing. But I think what I've seen in Bachelor in Paradise more than we got to see on the show is like Braden's a very just kind of in the moment, uh, uh, pretentious asshole. He's, he's about fun. And I'm not saying he's not a pretentious asshole because I, but I actually don't get that vibe this time that much. Like he's bouncing around, but like, that's what Bachelor in Paradise is all about. Or Sex Island is all about. You're supposed to like explore all of your options and whatever. And I just think watching him, I don't know. He's, I don't, I don't love what happened in the last episode. Um, Totally. Although we haven't seen the outcome of it yet completely but i feel right. the fact that i know there's no rose ceremony oh my god what is wrong what have you done to me maggie <laughs> sorry i know I'm manifesting I, stuff i know what the rose ceremony is but i don't know why he's just he's 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 been a little bit more kind of open and vulnerable and he's funny and he kind of is just like here's here's me and he's not really I mean, I know he's doing his thing with his earrings and whatever, but what I'm seeing now, I think more is just like, oh, this is just him. Like he kind of doesn't give a, you know, he's very like singing his raps and doing his thing. I'm like, all right, you just be you. The raps are are at least humorous. I'll give him that one. Yeah. And he's all, and he's not like, 
trying to be super cool guy who's like, you know, fronting like I he's, disagree. I think he I think everything is an attempt to be super cool. I think it's all So do you think he's like a closet nerd? Oh, I don't want to use nerd because I love nerds. I I don't mean like, but you know what I mean? Like he's he's, he's sort of like like, oh, I'm trying to be I bachelor guy. He like me, he was he was a fat kid like I was. and he is just now so attempting to cover it up. Or he's trying to he's trying oh. to overcome. Wait, did you go through a Braden phase, Tim? I feel like you're connecting with him. <laughs> How dare you? I feel like something is happening. And I feel, I'm kidding, because you've compared your, like, you're like, no, you're like, I see what's going on with that brain. No, I'm just like a backstory like, and the, and the, um, the no. psychological baggage he carries. Right. I absolutely will out myself. I've certainly gone through a pretentious stage. Absolutely. We all have. I'm still in mine. <laughs> I was going to say, now we need to transition to the deliciousness of the cat train wreck. Cat I know. I feel bad because I feel like she's a, you know, she's, she's, she's lashing out. She's not a train wreck is probably a good way to put it, but I feel, I feel bad for her. Like not, oh my God, these horrible things have happened to her. I mean, more like you can just tell she's, it's kind of sad. I I feel a, like, I don't know. Yeah. A, a pretty girl became very ugly last night. <laughs> mm. She's so pretty. My dad she is had so a pretty. My dad always just say, "Beauty's only skin deep, but ugly goes all the way through." <laughs> <laughs> That's great, actually. I want to use that <laughs> more. Dad. It's That's yours. Great. Take it. It's yours. Take it. I. I. Yeah. Cat is. She is just like a. I don't know. It's just it's so unpredictable, and I feel like they really let that be a slow build. I don't know what was revealed in in previous episodes, but I feel like they they are like, okay, we're just going to unleash the cat now, and uh, and you, and you, now you know they had some, you know those editors had like an entire heart, separate hard drive of like cat gold. Yeah, exactly. But I also break glass kind of, in case of boring. For but and for the same reason though, I feel like she also is just out there. Like I'm, this is who I am. This is who I am. And she's not hiding her feelings or trying to be this or trying to be that. She is just like <laughs> in it. She's just in it all the time. Like, I feel like a, a few other people are a bit more quiet and, you know, they're trying to be like, oh, no, it's okay. You can go explore other relationships or whatever. And Kat's just like, are you kidding me? Like, it's my birthday. And she's well, just that, letting that it was, all That out. was pure karma. That was, well, because of uh, Brayden, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Which, one of them actually, in the last episode, one of them actually called him, called him out for the Johnny Depp thing. They did. Yeah. On the, on the date. On the date. She was like, do you ever get John? And I'm like, what do you mean ever get? Like, this guy is probably everywhere he goes. They're like, uh, so you're trying to be Johnny Depp. Anyway, this is fun. Oh, yeah. We should, we should do a rewatch of all of other dating shows and we you and I should break down other dating shows. Anyway, so so you're a Sex Island fan now. I think I'm fully into Sex Island. Something about this season is I've I've been it's been not as I'm not you know what it is? I just I figured it out. I'm realizing this as I'm saying it. I was about to say something in this season has not made me like, "Oh my god, Bachelor in Paradise is on tonight. I can't wait to watch it." It's it's I think it's the fact that the Bachelor, the Golden Bachelor is so good. I'm I live for it and I love it and and I feel like it's made Sex Island be 
Bachelor in Paradise be uh, less interesting? I, I can't take my eyes off of this Golden well, Bachelor because it's not like it him is- meaning the show. Yeah. Okay, let, let's 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 transition over to the Golden Bachelor, or as I call it, the Golly G Aw Shucks Bachelor. <laughs> because wow, I mean, it is it, it is a much it's a much more interesting show than the other versions of it because yeah all the all the contestants that's what and contestants is the word that originally I think why well, I didn't watch this show it's like it's a it's a it's a game show to try and find love and. Marriage yeah, and all. It, it was is. during the time I think it first came out during all the, the crap about like the, the sanctity of marriage from certain um political and cultural wings. Right. And I was like, oh, so so um they don't they're going after certain marriages, but this one they just like, totally ignored it. I just thought it was almost trivializing the marriage and the pursuit of love is why I didn't wait. The bachelor? The bachelor and and the yeah. bachelorette. Yeah. When it, when it, before I turned before I started watching it. I also feel like this idea that you kind of are dating until you are engaged and getting married. Like, I feel like in generations past, I've heard a lot of stories about, you know, I was dating three people when your father proposed to me or when this happened. Or like, there's a lot of stories I feel like from other generations where when that you all, you kind of weren't, maybe you were like going steady or whatever. I think now we would say like, we're exclusive or we're boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. But I think the idea was around like, you're still getting to know somebody. You still may not know. It feels like every day or every, like we put so much pressure on all of it. Anyway, my whole point of saying this is that I have heard so many stories from other gener- older generations that were like, I, you know, I had three boyfriends and then one proposed and I said, yes. And I had to break up with three other people because. Which have ironically you, yeah. you say that because pa- generations past there was, it was, there was more sort of traditional courtship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I can say my favorite line in one of my favorite, one of my favorite books is um, the sun also rises by Ernie Hemingway. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Ernie. line is. Is but I can't remember which the character is, but he was the he was the Jewish boxer who said he married the first girl that was nice to him. Oh, wow! And I just always love that line. That's beautiful. Are you gonna cry? Are you crying? I got a little. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. So Tim and I had coffee the other day, and one of the things we've both been talking about is our like tears, and I think like where we kind of like store our tear, like where like if you don't get them out they they kind of hide in different places and they can come out in weird ways in different times. And like, there's a thing I, I feel like anyway, it's almost like the grief can sometimes feel like quicksand or like a wall or something that you almost have to release or get through to like get to, you know, stuff like grow, to grow, honestly. And um, so Tim, Tim and I were talking about that the other day because I feel like both of us have been very emotional lately. The phrase, I don't know where I heard it from. I don't think it was from you, but it was, it's something as wise that you would say, which is you have to let go to grow. You do. Oh, yeah. that was, um, that was my friend, um, Scottish Claire Lim, the presenter. Uh, we were, I did her podcast, a different, a different podcast. That's right. I do have the podcast. And she was talking about let, cleaning out her, her life after moving out of London for 20 years and married right. for 20 years. And right. so she it was, uh, her cleaning out her, out of all the shit from her childhood and, and she, and she said, you have to grow to let go, which is like, oh my God, that's also, that works for emotions too. It's a beautiful, but, uh, but it's true. You have, you do have to let go to grow. It's almost like you gotta. The wise words you did say when I was in a particularly um, difficult mm-hmm. spot 
couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And we, you just had it just happened to catch you texting. I think I talked about this on the pod the other day. Was you were just coming off off your um recovering from your sexy colonoscopy. Ooh. So as you were um coming off of your anesthesia, I just happened to catch you texting, which is which is rare when I because I don't I don't always get you. That's right. I was coming texting. off anesthesia. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And you asked what me how I'm saying? doing because we, we were talking mm-hmm. about something else. And you asked me how I was doing. I was like, actually, I'm not doing great right now. And you you said something very wise of of how you really feel that you have to move the grief to make room for the healing. You do. It's true though. No, it was, um, it was, you were, you were high as a guy and you literally text. I'm not gonna remember anything I've said just now. Just so you know. <laughs> That's true. I, so and I, I don't. I, so I'm like, what else, what other brilliant things I, did I say? The screen kept a lot of it for, um, yeah, I'm not saying blackmail purposes, but, um, just for the, to maintain your, no. um, your wisdom and put in the show that I'm doing. Yes. Because a lot of the grief was coming out about was coming out about my situation and sort of delving into more of the emotional stuff of that thing that happened to my brain. What thing? Something happened to your brain? <laughs> All right, we go. They've missed it. <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. I got a stroke seven years ago. Wait, you did? It was in it was in all the papers. Oh, I do think I remember something about that. Yeah, I'd never know. So I'm doing great. Anyway, doing great. Doing great. Well, thanks, is this, thanks for uh, this podcast in, in, is great. And listening to the um, the ask with Steve last week's episode, thank you for uh, you and you called out when we went to have coffee and praised me for um, the efforts I was making. Now we don't we've we've established now the two times in a row for call we've gone for coffee. I don't need to take the wheelchair anymore. No, you don't. So we've established like, like you I'm not really taking- don't need to take the wheelchair. Like you are, like it. It's it's a little. It's crazy to me that you would ever. I mean, I know in in some cases, but like you just move so well. Like I. I yeah, in, out of the car, in and out of Starbucks and finding multiple, yeah. the different table. We were playing musical tables because the speakers were so freaking loud. Um, My so, so crappy. Like the Golden just, Bachelor. Honestly, who, um, he has fancy hearing aids. He needs a little better color out of his hearing aids. He needs some like these. What are these? What's this? The minor. Guys, where's mine? Oh, no, they're, they're I'm, oh, I'm you not have wearing the thing them right Oh, that's just so funny. Oh, it's like crap! I lost my hearing aids. No, it's because they're in a case. I don't wear them during the show because I wear my uh, my earbuds. Now, I have black ones that, that match my um my glasses. So you can't. You don't, they're not as noticeable. My hair is short. Ah, ah. But are a little um. They're a little shiny. I think needs to go a little. But he and you know what? Let your freak flag fly. If he doesn't care, he's wearing hearing aids. Then make them Pepto Pink because who cares? I want to vote. I want to vote for that Pepto drink, everybody. I want to vote for hearing aids should be cool, like glasses, like you, like they should fit your personality and your style. And like, it could be like a really cool adornment versus like, oh, let's, let's try to hide this. Anyway, that's my, I had a, had a friend who's um recently, like after being in her um past 50, was like, my ears have gone. I'm getting hearing aids. So I sent her to my person. She got rose gold because she was like, Screw it. Yeah. Why? I'm just yeah. gonna go oh. with it. Like, gotta be cool. Like, make it, make them fun. Yeah, like, like, like cool glasses. Glass shopping. So now we speak of an episode about my hearing and hearing aids. <laughs> no, um, this is good though. But we're actually talking about the Bachelor. We're talking about Gary. Speaking of hearing aids, yeah. this is called a segue. So I, I did love. It made me feel better that after after the premiere of the Golden Bachelor, when I said, "Can we talk about this hearing?" And I think I sent you the hearing aid emoji, and you said something that made me feel very good. Do you remember what you said? No. Anyone share? You can share it or not share. I'll share. It. You said it was the hottest part of the show. <laughs> I was like, God I mean it. Bless her. I mean it. Like I br- bring it. Who? Like yeah. Also, Gary style. What? Like I don't know if somebody's dressing him or what. He had a very beautiful, fancy watch on the other night. He was wearing a Rolex on the show. I was like, Gary. Mm-hmm. 
And then I was like, talk about the spelling of his name. That really annoys me. (laughs) Why? It's like, because it's like, it's like spelling Tim with two M's. (laughs) It's like you're from Indiana, dude. Are you, why, why, why the weird, why the weird fancy spelling? I don't know. I wish we could ask Gary's mom and dad. Why? Why the two R's? The reason I think I like, and I'm sure you, the reason you like the the golden, the aw shucks, golly gee, bachelor so much, yes, is because these women are just the stories are so much deeper than the kids on the other shows. A hundred. I mean, not even, not even, not even Sex Island. I'm talking about like the previous seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And the one time that one of the women was sent home. I love the fact she got in the she got in the limo and didn't immediately start weeping with the "What's wrong with me? Why don't they love me?" Like she was, she was already that kid. She was rejected and she was hurt, but she was so strong. Like she didn't need she didn't, she just had so much strength. It's like I just really appreciated that. Yeah, Where all the other I, all the other shows they immediately just it immediately comes back to what's wrong with me. Well, and and I think that's what the majority of us uh, often go to is like you know. Why, if I, you know, if I can't find love and I'm getting rejected again, what's wrong with me? It must be me. Something's wrong with me. It's so sad. So me and all of junior high and high school. Okay. (laughs) Me still. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. We all know fall brings with it a certain magic, but it also brings the challenge of dry, dull skin. OneSkin has the must-have skincare that'll make you say goodbye to those cold weather blues and hello to skin that's hydrated, healthy, and glowing all year round thanks to their revolutionary OS01 peptide. This proprietary peptide is scientifically proven to reduce aged, also called senescent cells, a central source of skin aging. Their scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin in their groundbreaking lab research. Healthier, more youthful looking skin doesn't just look great, which we all want, obviously, but it's really good for your overall wellness too. Make OS01 your secret weapon to combat cold weather skin dryness and bring back the healthy hydrated glow you thought was only reserved for those summer days. Head over to oneskin.co and explore how their products can become your skin's new cold weather savior. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off One Skin with our code pineapple at oneskin.co. OneSkin is amazing because they combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to create the world's most effective product to target skin aging. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. Let me tell you, OneSkin creates next-level skincare. I am obsessed. I love their moisturizer. I love their eye cream, and I really love their sunscreen so much. It's this amazing tinted SPF. OneSkin blends so evenly it never makes my skin look dry, yet it seems like more of a matte finish. So for me, it helps with that sort of oily, shiny look. I love this stuff and my skin honestly has started, I can see the difference. Anyway, OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code pineapple at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code pineapple. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Exercise is great and Copilot makes it great for us. With this new app, Copilot, I've been able to build my strength and confidence with step-by-step workouts tailored just for me by my amazing coach. 
When I discovered Copilot, it really transformed my workouts. It linked me up with a real-life trainer, Erin, who's so sweet. She contacts me with these personalized workouts and helpful tips and tricks. I think the best part about Copilot is the real person accountability, the flexibility, and the expert training that is incredibly affordable. Erin sends me workout plans, regular progress check-ins, support, and guidance. And even better, Copilot is an incredible cost. Erin was so sweet, like, They did such an extensive interview the first time, so they tailor the whole experience to sort of fit. It's to help you do it, and it works, and it's great. It's amazing to work with a real person as well. It's so nice. And tell them what's going on and what's working and what isn't because they can help tailor it so you'll be more likely to work out. So it's more personalized for you. I'd love for you to follow my lead to get fit and feel fabulous. Give Copilot a try to find out why it was listed by Forbes as the top-rated personal trainer app of 2023. Head to go.mycopilot.com slash pineapple to get a 14-day free trial with your own personal trainer. That's go.mycopilot.com slash pineapple to get a free 14-day trial with your very own personal trainer. Take a back seat and let Copilot help you reach your fitness goals. One of my favorite things about the holidays is, you know, is all the eating. It's the meals. And it's sort of sharing in that. Like, I think there's something really special about this time of year is that I feel like people get together. They break bread. It's joyous. And it's a lot of it is usually centered around food. And that is where ButcherBox comes in. ButcherBox is the ultimate meat subscription box that delivers top quality, 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood right to your doorstep. It's like having your very own carnivore Christmas every month. Imagine opening your door to a box filled with delicious, high-quality meats that are not only ethically sourced, but also incredibly convenient. I don't even know where to start with why ButcherBox is the best. I mean, there's so many reasons, but it has to be that it's just so convenient. Also the cost and the amazing quality of the meat and how delicious it tastes. See, I literally, I can't pick one. Oh, and maybe the fact that it's delivered right to your door. Did I mention that in the convenience part? The holidays are coming up and ButcherBox is the perfect choice for your meats for dinner or any of your gatherings. The holiday season is made better with ButcherBox. For a limited time, they're offering our listeners turkey free. Did you hear that? free in your first box plus $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash pineapple and use code pineapple to get this deal. I feel like there's just a different thing. There's a different, as you said, kind of depth to the relationships that I was like, I, I was really surprised by it. I was really surprised by the golden bachelor. I really was. I have like, I thought I would, I thought it'd be cute. Um, I don't know why I'm using that word. Like I thought I'd, it'd be enjoyable, but I didn't realize it would be this meaningful. Like I just listening to these people's, the, the stories, also the personalities of these women were so fun to watch. And like, it's just different. They already have families. They are widows. They've been through divorces. They've been through, they have grandkids. Like it's just, I don't know. There's something. And the hometowns being to meet the kids instead of the parents. Was yeah, it was just, like, I don't know. The, I, I, the grandkids. Yeah. The grandkids. And like, I, there's just something so sweet. There's something actually like really pure and wholesome about it. It's shockingly deeper. Deeper. Yeah. But in like a, a very sweet kind of innocent way. Like it's, it's, and maybe that's where on the bachelor, bachelorette, the regular seasons, it's just, you know, it's a little, it's a little dirtier. It's a little darker. There's a this, lot of heartbreak this, and drama. There's good, no, we are just going to start. There's going to be blood on the floor I mean, <laughs> gary is not made for this television show he's too sweet a man he is going to be destroyed i mean even on the last night's nice episode you watched last night right yeah where he finally he, he couldn't uh give out the, the rose i'm not laughing at him it. i'm just saying 
I'm laughing at the fact wow. that I'm so that I know that it didn't touch me. And he went outside and was almost dry heaving because he's so emotional. Like this guy's so sweet. Like he's just gonna. He's not made for this world. It breaks my heart because I feel like I I like his wife died suddenly. Like he lost his wife suddenly. Tony. Tony. And so I would just imagine like the grief. I don't think we've talked. They've like, maybe that's also, uh, I, this could be one note I would have on it. I wish they would actually talk about the grief more because I'm sure he's having a ball. Like, this is great. But also it must feel so weird. As he said, he's like, he hasn't dated in how many years? 60, you know, he's like. He kept saying six, since 1968, I think his last name. 1968, yeah. And so it's a little bit like, uh, I do think it maybe glosses over the grief part just a little bit. I, I want to the point of why I, I why the Golden Bachelor, why the Golly G Bachelor is superior to the other bachelors. Because he and they are the only ones who are old enough to know it's not cheers to, it's here's to when you propose a toast. <laughs> it when is. You propose, it used to always drive me out of my freaking mind when... Yeah. The uh, other contestants would go and cheers to. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah. It's here's to. Here's to. No, that's good. That's good. See, and he knows that. Because Gary he's, knows he's a... that. Okay, I'll do my my. Give me your worst. It really, it wasn't a worst. It wasn't. It was his worst because of something I did. So oh, can't wait, man. Yeah. No, no. But like, like go back, go way back. Like I gotta go way back. But I, I, I went on a date and it was like a <coughs> proper date. Like I was very, I was young. I was very like, not that, I think it was 18 or 19, not like that new to LA, but like, I definitely was in my, I was a very, I was very socially awkward in the late 10 years, uh, late teen years. Like I just was, it was just, I was not, I don't know. So I, and I hadn't really dated a lot and I hadn't had any boyfriends other than high school. Like I just, that wasn't what I was doing then. And so I got asked on this date and, um, it was like a proper date. Like it was very much like old school. Like we're going to eat, then we're going to the Santa Monica pier and we're going to walk out and we're going to see the water and we'll drive along the coast to see the sunset. Like it was good. Like it was really good. Like now I would be like, oh my God, drive and see a sunset. And that there's my dream date anyway. But at the time, because I was socially awkward and afraid of the world and everyone, I go on this date and we're like walking out the pier and it's really nice and it's romantic. It's super romantic. No moves are being made yet though. And I'm like, I started to just feel a little there's some weird. Hand holding? Just, there's going to be the hand holding on, on the pier. There's going to be like hand holding some, no, just some flirting, just some flirting. But then it became apparent that like, he was like, it, you know, like he, he wanted the night to keep going. He wanted the day to keep going. And so he was like, we got back from the pier. It was so weird. I remember what I was wearing. And he was like, he went to Pepperdine. So he was like, he was like, we were in Santa Monica. He was like, I'm going to drive you up the, I'm going to drive you up the, the coast. I want to show you this or not up the coast, up to, just up the PCH to see this lookout. It's really beautiful of like the whole city or whatever. Cause he's, you know, he's, he's taking me on a proper date and that's nice. And it's romantic, but because I was afraid of the world and everything and everyone and didn't trust and assumed everybody was bad. I got halfway up this weird windy road in Malibu. And I just said, I'm sorry, can you please take me home? I'm uncomfortable. And he said, what? And I said, can you please take me home? I'm uncomfortable. 
And he was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, yes, of course. What did I do? What did, what did I do? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know you that well. And we're like on a dirt road going up a cliff. And I just don't like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable. I got to say good for you. <laughs> no, it's really. What's, what's great about that story is a few years later, I was in a very different phase and I saw him outside of a club and we ended up dating for four and a half years. So no, it became a very funny story. So I always felt for him because that will, at least for years until we reconnected and could laugh about it, that was a night he never forgot because he was like, oh my God, she thought I was a serial killer. <laughs> you, you know what it was? made me take her home. And I didn't <laughs> apologize for it. I didn't say, should, look, no, I'm really nor sorry. Nor should you. Yeah. Yeah. Your spotty senses were up. You weren't comfortable. You were a smart woman who got herself out of that situation. I guess though, yeah, I know. I have but nothing was, but uh, applause nice for you. Thanks. <laughs> but would have been a better story is when he came. I want to hear he, yours. If he if he got her in the car to open your side of the door and to let you out, and you just immediately maced him in the face. <laughs> or took off running. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then just yeah. kicked him in the balls as he was down. Yeah. For no reason. <gasps> I think that was my that's my that's my bad story. Okay. Tim, go. Okay. I, I don't even know oh my what my God. dream day would be. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of this in a long time, but... um, Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Early days in LA. Early and I'm out of college, not dating a lot. Didn't have... Like, high school was not a big dater. I didn't mm-hmm. go over until probably college. And uh, junior high school was a disaster, but that's another... That's a that's a Maggie Tim Coffee story. But um, there's this waitress I'm working with, the Johnny Rockets. And we, um, there was no, like, huge love connection or spark, but she was cute. She thought like, I was cute enough, I guess. Asked her on a date. She says, yes, like, let's get out of, let's go someplace where it doesn't smell like burgers and french fries. I don't think that's how I actually proposed the date, but, um, <laughs> I go, so I go to pick her up. Like, it wasn't this big formal, like, and I'm going to take this amazing restaurant. But I think I drive out, I think she was living in Pasadena. So it was not, it was not, not far. So drive out, <laughs> drive out, you know, quite a ways to pick her up. Right. I think she's living at her parents' house. So go to the, go to the door, knock at the door. She's not there. I think her mom says, like, she's not there or something. So I think I was going to go wait in the car or something. I turn around to go to, to the car. <laughs> it's fucked. And she drives up with another guy, letting her off from the previous date. What? <laughs> That's how it started. Oh, so her, my her, her God. Da- date dro- he was in a VW bus. I love bus. this. Her date a, yeah, drove a, her up in a VW bus. Yeah, like like an old VW bus, which I mean, that's that's a cool car. And dropped her off. That's a cool car. And then dropped her off, and she was like, "Hi, Tim, let's go." Yeah, and I was like, "Hi, this is this is not <laughs> awkward at all." Oh my and god, she, um, that's good. So I was like, "That's how the date started." And then we um we went into Hollywood. I think we, were, I, we went to some kind of club. I don't remember what it was. There's something on Highland or Highland grounds. If that's even still around, like Highland and Melrose. Oh yeah, so, I remember. Yeah, it. So I don't think it, it was is, some kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It was like I don't know. It was a dance club. It, it was we were yeah. in the space, and there were, it wasn't great. It wasn't. I don't even think it was a bar. But at uh, one point, <laughs> I noticed she's not around, and she uh, eventually she shows up in front of me. I think it's been like forty five minutes, maybe even longer. I was like, oh, hey, what, where'd you go? She goes, I just went to get a drink. Like she literally left me, walked out of this establishment, walked up the up the street, found a bar, had a drink, had a and drink. came back to Kimmy. And I was oh like, my what? God. Who is she? Look, I kind of love her. I hate that she did this to you. But yeah, at the same just, time, I love that she was just like, 
uh, I need alcohol. I'm going to go get some <laughs> and drink it. Which, and then I'll which be back. Which was like, um, okay, is there an alcohol problem here? Or am I just that boring of a date that she oh, didn't say? Oh, my God. There was, there was no like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's go get a drink. Oh, my God. Like she just, she just was like, I'm, I'm, rip, I'm recording and going on my own date by myself. Oh my God. That is so funny. This is, that's a good that one. Be, that's Literally got out worst, of the car with another that'd guy. That'd be the worst. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. yeah so got, went on a date with somebody else. That person dropped her from my date and then went on a date by herself. <laughs> she went on three dates within a couple of hours. That's yeah. crazy. And then I, and then I had to drive her back to Pasadena like for half an hour. Later. Oh, you were just uh, like her, her, her ride. She was like, yeah, oh, was... the BW bus is probably not going to make it to Pasadena. <laughs> Tim, Tim's, Tim's car will. <laughs> well, my car wasn't much better at the time, but. um. Oh my God, that's so good. There was not a second date. There was, no, I, I don't. I, yeah, she did not deserve a second date. There wasn't even like a, um, I think it was barely a conversation behind the, the mm-hmm. counter Johnny Rockets serving, serving burgers and fries next to each other. So lots of awkward silences. Wasn't even a coffee afterwards. So there's our worst dates. There's our sort of, did we actually say anything about the bat? We've been talking for an hour and I feel like we were like, we just giggled about the bachelor the whole time. I wanted to get to um my dream and what? dream date. And um so uh, dream date, I've been thinking about this because I woke up thinking about this and um, it's going to be, and this is granted, this is taking it in the world of like, it's on the bachelor and the bachelor's paying for everything. Oh, got so, it. Okay, cool. Right. London. like you have, uh-huh. Yes. London starts mm-hmm. at the Ham Yard. Stroll to National Portrait Gallery, which, granted, because my um, as we talked about, my walking is not great, so it would be a very long stroll because I walk so slowly now. So it, it's a day night date. So it starts in the day. Stroll to the natural, National Portrait Gallery. Dinner at the Wolseley. Wow. Either a play at um the West End or more likely the Royal the Royal Court. I like the Royal and then Court. Yeah. The nightcap at at a you know what I'm going to say nightcap at Dukes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that there's room for two Dukes in your dream date. I think yes. there's a ham yard, stroll to the portrait gallery, hit the Dukes once, go see the play, go on with your night, hit the Dukes twice. That's what I think. Which, which, for, we have to for a Vespers. Obviously, because again, because ABC is paying for it. Of or course. Then, then um, there's a private driver. <laughs> Of there's course, a and ba- a, a or very ba- cool. And it's and it's a Bentley, of course, because it's it's London. Yeah, yeah. And if the nightcap's at Duke's, I may have to change Hamyard. Why is the Hamyard close? Staying, it is, but if you're staying at Duke's Hotel, ah, that's Duke's, even better. Duke's, Duke's Bar has a rule that I mean, I only chose I only chose Hamyard because it's closer to the Portrait Gallery and Wolseley. That's you can right. walk to Portrait Gallery and Wolseley. Duke's Bar has a rule that you can only have if you're staying at the hotel. Then you can have three vespers oh. because they're so strong. They are such a yeah, um, rocket fuel. You, oh my god! I had one. They literally won't, will I, not serve. No, they won't serve you more than two unless you're right. staying at the hotel. Yeah. The the you police literally, literally asked Alessandro, the bartender, to do that because people like going outside, like lighting things on fire. Oh yeah, I yes, I was the same so way. I was like, I'm if, fine, and then I was like, I'm not fine. So <laughs> again, yeah. So they may have to be staying at the staying at Duke's hotel rather than mm-hmm. Hamburg. So. We could have more than two uh board mm-hmm. or rocket fuel. Right. I think that that's and the end, my perfect date. That's a beautiful, perfect date and uh amazing. Also, the London backdrop for sure. Also, Devin just said, then you have to watch a D-list band while you awkwardly slow dance. 
<laughs> I love it. With fireworks. <laughs> Wait, what else, Devin? Can we throw a Ferris wheel or something? Don't we need a fa- don't we need the, the London Eye with fireworks? A D-list band. And that, it's gotta that, be raining. Ovin's well, London is gonna be raining. Spanda Ballet cover band. Yeah. That, that's that plays. Um what's the song? Um ooh, it, it was ooh, in it was in ooh, Yeah. Ooh, I, know I know that. that. Yeah. True. It's the song true. Some, oh yeah. Then you have to talk to some random old English couple who gives you some romance advice. A hundred percent. There definitely has to be a, like either ice cream or some kind of weird snack. That's like maybe a, like a, a street food from London. Um, that's kind of messy. Somehow uh, maybe there's chips, a horseback. Then, no, cause that'll well, not, get, that'll get that, everywhere. That'll be bad for breath. Yeah. And it'll be very greasy fingers. Right. Um, and of course, uh, an old, an old yeah. black cab, uh, an old uh, London black cab cab. He goes, "Right, where to then, lovers?" Yes, exactly. Okay, there it is. There, it's, that's this is that was the Tim mashup with the perfect bachelor date in London. Um, I don't. And, I and think that's we not true. That's yeah. not. I, I nailed it. Good. That's not true. Uh, was in a very poignant song that played in that show. We you can't talk about. Oh, yes, that's right. And, also, um, I want Steve Franks to come on and give the network notes on your dream date. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so Steve, good. you have to come back and give the notes on Tim's dream date, please. Uh, we need all of the suggestions. I'm not kidding. We actually, and of I course, actually with the um, because it's raining, you've got to cuddle, cuddle under the umbrella to, to stay close. So you're both, so you're both covered out, out of the rain. 100%. 100%. Got to have some elements in there for sure. While oh, walking so over Tower Bridge. Which oh yeah, got to be the London famous bridge. bridge. Right. Everyone thinks it's called London, London bridge. bridge, but it's Tower Bridge. Yeah, it's the Tower Bridge. Oh my God, again, again, this, so this, good. This is where this is where the private driver is needed because we we spread out. We've, we're now, we've covered all across London. Oh, we really have. No, but this is your dream date. And on that dream date, you don't need a wheelchair. So Exactly. Thank yep. you. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> this is very, this is ridiculously fun. And scene, Maggie, Maggie. Yes, yes, Tim. Will you accept this pineapple? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, that's it. That's our fun, silly, uh, golden bachelor dating inspired episode. Love you. Love you. Thank you again for listening to another episode of The Psychologists Are In. Just keep holding tight, still hoping for a fair deal soon, and then we can maybe get back to our regularly scheduled programming. But thanks for hanging in with us. We love you all so much. As always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. Also, check out GalaxyCon's website for more info about our next live show. It is happening, people. Also, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash psychologists are in for full video episodes of the pod, ad-free episodes, and sometimes there are nuggets in the Patreon. There are nuggets in those those videos you don't want to miss. So definitely sign up. Thank you all so much. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.